Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Word Podcast. Uh, this is actually Christmas Day, the year 2018. I know most of y'all will hear the podcast at some later time, but uh, Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, some interesting things related to that, which I'm not going to get into right now, but you know, everybody will generally say, oh yeah, well, we know Jesus probably wasn't born on December the 25th. That's undoubtedly true. Uh, I think there's actually a very, very strong argument to be made that we do know what day he was born on. If I'm not correct, I know the date is September the 11th. 9-11. Yep. Jesus was born on 9-11. Uh, I think it's the year 3 B.C. And uh, and you say, well, how can you be that precise? Well, you can be more precise than that. Uh, he was born, some, I think, between 5.30 p.m. and 7 p.m. <laughs> on what we call September the 11th, 3 B.C. And the reason I can sort of say that is because it's a very strong argument. I made in a book that uh, came out a few years ago. You can actually find it online if you're interested in it. Just drop me an email. You can find my email wherever you get the podcast, and I'll send you a link to it. And you can read it free. And there's certain things that when you read what we, the hints that we have in the Scripture, particularly tied with Revelation 12, that what we see in the natural, what we see in the sun, moon, and stars, what we know historically from what actually happened, when you bring all the evidence together, it actually narrows it down to a date and a time frame. Isn't that sort of interesting? Now, it really doesn't matter, okay, per se, but if you're interested in that kind of stuff, the Lord does give us insight into it. And I think it just sort of uh, gives us more understanding of what we've been looking at in Ephesians, of just the amazing manifold wisdom of God, okay? What we're going to see today in the next verse, couple of verses we're going into, the eternal purpose of God. Listen to this. We're in Ephesians chapter 3, and I'm going to back up verse 8. We looked at 8, 9, and 10 in the last episode, but let's get a run and go where we're going. So here's verse 8. To me, that's Paul, the very least of all saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ, verse 9, and to bring the light what is the administration of the mystery or the fellowship of the mystery or what is the plan of the mystery which for ages has been hidden in God who created all things. So we learn in verse 9 right here that God created all things, but there were elements about that creation, elements about what he was going to do that he kept hidden. Okay, There's still things. Deuteronomy 29, 29 speaks of that. It says that the uh, hidden things belong to God, but the things revealed belong to us. Just a great little nugget of a verse that really gives us uh, hope and encouragement because quite often we think, well, we need to know everything about everything. That's not what you see in the Scripture. Now, verse 10. So that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. We talked about that some last time, but I really want you to grab that and have that emphasized within your spirit that it was the manifold wisdom of God that has now made known to the authorities and rulers in the heavenly places. Okay, And these authorities and rulers in the heavenly places, I think these are primarily the ones that have rebelled against God. Now, the ones that 
for lack of a better term, stayed with God, they wouldn't know all the mind of the Lord. They wouldn't understand everything either, but they're there with God. They're trusting. He is letting us know that this mystery of the Jew and the Gentile being one body, that the body of Christ, that through it and through the church, which is the body of Christ, that this God's manifold wisdom, wisdom manifold at a multitude of levels beyond anything that we could hope to imagine to understand that that is now being declared to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenlies, in the heavenly places, that the church itself, the body of Christ is that. That, folks, is a profound, profound thing. Uh, you know, quite often we think, and Paul's going to uh, deal more with this later at the end of the letter, we uh, talk about spiritual warfare and things like this. This is actually an element of what we call spiritual warfare. That through the church, through his body, things are being declared and revealed that were mysteries, and they're being declared and revealed to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Well, he continues on, verse 11. This was in accordance with the eternal purpose which he, that's the Father, carried out in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, so many phrases in Ephesians give us uh, insight into the very nature of God, how he's Father, how he is Christ Jesus Lord, how he is the Spirit. Right here, you see all three elements of Jesus. You see him as Christ, you see him as Jesus, in other words, Messiah, uh, Jesus, the one who brings salvation, and then Lord. You see all three. So there was an eternal purpose, eternal purpose that God had. And I'm speaking of God within the Godhead, all of God, which was carried out in Christ Jesus, verse 12, in whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. So through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, through faith in the eternal purpose of what God has done through the Lord Jesus Christ, we have something. We, and it really tells us two things. We have boldness. That we have boldness. And if there's nothing that you take away from this time together today on this Christmas Day 2018, let it be this. That if you're a true believer, the very boldness and power of the Most High God resides and dwells and desires just to leap out within you. That very boldness. And also this, that we have confident access through faith in him. Access to what? Well, we have access to the Father. Okay? We have been brought in the right relationship with the Father. We have access to the various things that we've seen already. The Spirit resides within us. God the Father, Son, Spirit always resides within us through the Spirit. We have access to knowledge, to manifold wisdom. We have access to power, to the very power of God in and through the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I want you to know this, that as the Jew and as the Gentile who call upon the name of the Lord, it is a different thing now. There is a power, and he described this as being one in the body. This marvelous mystery is now literally being declared through you to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places, and it causes them to shudder, folks. Quite often, those that are true believers, when you start talking about rulers and authorities in heavenly places, we start shuddering. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's the other way around. They shudder because of who we are and, and, and the phrase he uses right here, in him. We've seen that all the way through the first two and a half chapters so far. With him, 
and in him. This is who we are. So folks, we have a boldness. So as you are rejoicing and it's coming the first time, that's fine. But really have a boldness and understanding that he's returning again. And that we have confidence and we have access in him, with him, through him, to the praise and the glory of his grace. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. And I'll see you again later. Goodbye.